I am here. Uh, it's been a while since we've been here, but, you know, the Jazz have done stuff, so we should talk about it. Uh, you can follow me on the Twitterverse at Superman. That's H-U-U-T-R-A-N Superman. Uh, oh, man. What's up, folks? This is another edition. It's the We're Already in March edition of Hitting of the High Notes. Jazz talk. It is I. I am here. Uh, you can follow me on the Twitterverse at Superman. That's H-U-U-T-R-N Superman. Um, uh, wow, take two went a lot better than take one, folks. Um, and we're here. We're here to talk about the Jazz. We're, what, 60-ish games, 65 games into the season. Uh, we're here. This guy's going to be re- replaced as host by Chad GPT in in, in about a year. Uh, Jerry Barker, what's up, uh, Goes This is 49. Ain't not much, man. Um, I'm considering tiring, retiring that handle, though, because I feel like being off of Twitter has been really good for me. But Logan tagged me in a tweet tonight, so of course I had to see what the heck it was about. It's interesting that you're off Twitter, but you're not off Twitter. So, I mean, uh, I, mean I was, I was, but not, but only for like a two weeks. I don't know. Uh, that's oh. half a length. So, um, uh, and here, uh, Dragon Squatch. Uh, so, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> are you pointing? Are you pointing at the? Um, uh, are you pointing at the WrestleMania sign? I don't have one of those in my house yet. Yeah, not yet. I, I, that, that that was a that was a comment for Stabler and friends. He loves uh, Cody Rhodes. So, um, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. The American Nightmare. Uh, but this is a this is not a WWE podcast. This is a Jazz podcast, and um, you know the Jazz played the Magic tonight. They they snap a four game uh, losing streak. Uh, I was about to say winning streak because in, in some circles it is a winning streak. Um, we're here, and, um, uh, you know, it's been a while since we've, we, we've last chatted. Uh, you know, the, the trade deadline is, I hate how it is, but, like, the trade deadline is sort of the unofficial, like, we know what teams are going to tank, what teams are going to start, uh, going for the playoffs at that point, and this year was, was really not, not much different. Uh, we started seeing some teams, well, at least the Jazz, kind of choose their, their way. Logan, this is something that, um... We talked about all year, like, we kind of, like, beginning of the year was like, just choose the direction. Are you going to win or are you going to lose? Um, the Jazz sort of chose the direction, but, like, I mean, I, I know that you're not really happy about it. Um, I, I think we're seeing people's true colors or true fandoms of what they want. I mean, how have you been for the last month? Uh, I, I, uh, indifferent for the most part, but then when I do take the time to watch it, it drives me crazy. I mean, I, I, I chose to chime in. During the uh, Oklahoma City two games and the Spurs the Spurs two games, so it was not the I don't know that, that that's like the worst version of I guess tanking. Hard to watch, gross to watch, disgusting to watch. But I guess they've been competitive the last couple games, so I guess that's easier to swallow. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I mean it's 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 the I like when I say you see people with true colors because like tanking like I mean this is tanking and um you you really have to have the stomach for it, you know. And not everybody, not everybody we can like him. Mean, some people, and that's the things like, I know that you, in in the macro, you don't want the Jazz to be mediocre. You don't want the Jazz to, you know, be a, a perennial seven seed, five seed, first round exit. Um, but the path to get there is not, it's not, it's not always one that everyone wants to follow. Uh, Jared, uh, you know, I mean, I know that you've been a tank noter, tank noter for a while. Um, and you know, I, you're one of these people who are upset, by, like like Laurie Marketing, right? Like, oh, why aren't the Jazz shutting him down? Um, but what, I mean, we're, we're starting to see, see the Jazz choose their path, choose their adventure. Uh, how do you feel about the, you know, the, where, where the Jazz have been this last month? 
I mean, you know, in some ways, I think that it's kind of been nice just to see that they're they're trying to figure out what they have with THT, and you know, obviously, I do feel like Colin Sexton is still like they're 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 concerned about his health. Um, with Kessler, I feel like a lot of people were like, were just like, oh, he got kneed in the back that last game. Uh, of of course, of course, he's fine and can play again. It's like, I mean, the Jazz played Kessler tonight, like. Are you serious, guys? Like, I, I just don't understand the way people kind of pick and choose, like, what they believe from, and they just say, oh, well, obviously the Jazz are tanking tonight. Obviously, well, they're, obviously they're not tanking this night. I mean, it just it's just weird that people go back and forth about that kind of stuff. Like, it, it really matters. Like, all I really care about is that the Jazz are actually trying to figure out their future in a more meaningful way than it feels like they have been for I don't know the majority of the season. Yeah, you, you guys don't need to worry about me. I have um, uh, game one. I've told you what um, I felt about this team. So, um, well, fuck this. Yeah, well, Alan so. Zog beat us all, though. I mean, yeah, it, it he, still looks like they're going to hit his uh, his win total. I, and he must be happy about that. I mean, I guess. I mean, I, I just it's hard for me to. <laughs> he be was happy. when I was at the game with him. He was happy. About yeah, that. What, was I mean, his, what was his? What was his? Thirty-eight, thirty-nine, something like that. It was thirty-eight. Uh, yeah. yeah, I said thirty-five. Yeah, like. I guess. I mean, I mean, oh man, it's going to be super close between Logan. Yeah, I said thirty. I said I said thirty-five, and the I said San Antonio and um, San Antonio and and Indiana get the top two picks. I was off on Indiana. But. <laughs> I mean, because I, I don't know. I hope the Jazz. Indiana, I, I hope the Jazz can still and, get there. Uh, I mean, there, there's a lot of people who don't even want the number one picks. So I'm like, all right, I guess. I hope I hope the Jazz get number fourteen picks for the next you know ten years and see how that works out for them. So. Um, well, I mean, everybody's, I mean, I, I swear like half, maybe it's because most jazz fans know that when Benyana is probably not going to happen, that they're already trying to talk themselves out of him. Cause it's like, look, he's no, taller right. than Kevin Durant and Kevin Durant's so injury prone. Of course it's going to be his right, future. Yeah, I'm like, like, sure. I mean, we're going to talk mean, ourselves that into, that might happen. We're going to talk ourselves into anybody that they're going to draft and, and that's fine. That's okay. I just. I think there's a there's a big difference between drafting LeBron James and drafting Chris Bosh, um, and that's just where. I'm, and then, you know, we, this is what this is what the podcast has been for the past year, and so I, I feel like we've said what we've got to say. We nothing's changed. Uh, I still hate this well, team. Well, I, I I do I do have a question for you though, who because you're sure. like you're re- you're really upset about the fact I, I you're really upset about the fact they didn't tank. What else? What else should they have done? I know, and like that's the thing is that seems like like they took a lot of steps to do it. They just didn't know. And and that's the thing is that um, uh, I think Utah Jazz, like I'm Utah Jazz forty seven. Um, I think he sort of asked the same thing, and I thought about like you know what, front office did as much as they could. I think I I don't think there was any other moves they could have done. I think, I mean, if you really wanted not 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 stealthy, you want to make it make it really known that if if there was ways to hold guys out longer with their injuries than you could, but. The Jazz did what they could. They're just they're just just destined for mediocrity, I think, and so I've accepted it. You know, I, I've gone I, I've gone through the seven stages of grief all year. You know, uh, first it was denial, then anger. I, I'm 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 now at acceptance that like, all right, this is what the Jazz are going to be. They're probably never going to be a championship team, and I'm just cool with it now. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. Um, which is why yeah, it was, it, it, was in, it was interesting the way he phrased it up like that because I hadn't really thought about it. You kind of got wrapped up in the thirteen to two start and they're holding on to some guys and like when you look at it from a, I guess a removed perspective, I mean they did they unloaded their franchise cornerstones <laughs> not knowing that they were going to be getting back Lori who's like who may be on the verge of all NBA you know second or third team and then Kessler has turned out to be a stud. I mean you, you just didn't you had no idea. 
And I guess you could have, I guess they could have unloaded the rest of those veterans earlier on, but I, I mean, I don't know. We didn't seem to get shit for those guys. Yeah. I mean, I mean we got, we got, we, we got maybe a first round pick out of that. Right. And, and really if it's top four protected, like to be worth it, it's gotta be like what, maybe in the top eight. So you're hoping that the, that, that specific year, the Lakers are just shitty enough to be like the fifth or the eighth pick. So we really didn't get anything for them. Right? Well, I mean, I, so I, I guess I see it cause I, a lot of people are very mad about the, the trade line trades and, you know, um, you know, because everybody. I think we all. I, Jared and I talked about like we may have all over. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, just overvalued our guys. Yeah, there we go. Um, overvalued. And them. Ken Clayton was really eloquent on that podcast about like the value situation. So if if anybody out there is listening and is interested in that, I would go back and give yeah, a listen. Yeah, uh, just stop our podcast. Go listen to another podcast, and um, uh, you you don't even have to come back to this one. So we were get your click. <laughs> um. <laughs> But uh, no, no, I'm talking about Ken Clayton on our podcast. Oh, our podcast, monster. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Like, uh, but so here's the thing. So now, drafting a superstar or drafting like the next generational star is probably not going to happen for the Jazz. Um, but there's still, you know, I, I mean, depending on you talk to, there, there could be some depth. There could be somebody interesting, and because of the way the Jazz franchise is right now, there's there's a there's a definitely gap uh, that someone can fill. A, a rookie can come in and have a Donovan Mitchell type rookie year, um, and there's gonna be some talent in there because uh, like Laurie Markin is not somebody that, that needs the ball a lot, uh, so you can get an, another interesting rookie in here um, with one of your three picks, probably one of those two picks, um, and they can they can be. Uh, I'm trying to think of somebody like they 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 can be Julius Randle type level, like somebody that's not. You know, somebody's a multi-time all-star, but like not somebody that you want to. But then you also have Laurie Markkinen, so you have two guys that are in that Laurie Markkinen range, and this is where you're like, okay, can you now? Can you go trade for Luca? Right. That that's something I I pooed earlier in the season, is gained a lot of traction. Um, is, is Luca available? Like, can the Jazz use that Lakers pick that they got in the trade deadline? Can they use these other you know three or four picks that they got, package them maybe with Walker Kessler, and go get somebody right? Um, yeah, the well, the thing to me is, is like, why has everybody lost, latched on to Luca? I don't feel like he's gonna be the only option. Is it just because it seems like people think he's gonna be the readily available option? I just don't see Mark Cuban trading him like if he has any other options at all. So I just, I don't I, know. I think that's the I think that's the thing is that like everybody's are everybody's looking at the tea leaves and trying to make the case that there's not gonna be another option. Um, if Kyrie blows up the team, leaves. If Luca has nobody else to play with there, if because I I thought Lucas was still on his rookie contract, he's already has it. He's already in his extension, so there's a chance that he does what Donovan Mitchell did secretly. Well, or, he's in like year five, right? He's foreign. Or... He's foreign. He's foreign. He's foreign. <laughs> yeah. he's foreign. Yes, so. he's white. He's white. He's white. Yeah, so, so I mean, jeez, jazz No, no foreigners will leave. Because that's, that's the thing is that like the Jazz traded away a twenty five year old Donovan Mitchell, so now they're gonna have to you know for the, for this to work for them, they're gonna have to go trade for a. 25 year old uh, oh that's right we had, we had rudy for nine years so all foreigners will stay of yeah. course right i mean that's <laughs> uh i mean that's uh, Giannis. yes um, oh, i mean fair. It, 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 i mean women yama yes i mean <laughs> like, logan you're you're good at this like the the bucks are the bucks are still so good that Giannis is not going to leave right um but yeah I, I mean it could be luca i mean i don't know who the I mean, Trey Young is available, but oh, do you, the, the, is anybody really 
excited to to give up the farm for Trey Young. Mm, um, no, he's not available anymore. He's, he's firmly in the Quinn Snyder. Yes, yeah, right. Pen, pen, penthouse right now. So you got at least two and a half more years before that deteriorates. Um, uh, yeah, Quinn Snyder to the Hawks, guys. Yeah. Hey, hey, man, that uh, gets it. His commentary on the Hawks has just been like, oh man. Yeah. Every time, every time a Quinn Snyder loss where they like right. blow a fourth quarter lead is is amazing. So yeah, he quote, he quote tweeted that presser the other night. And it was like, oh my god, like it is like Quinn Snyder is up to his old tricks. And it's like <laughs> he's he's tricking those Hawks fans, yeah, man. Strength and repeat. If the Celtics <sighs> if the Celtics fall in the second round, um, uh, is, does Jalen Brown excite you guys? I I would love Jalen Brown on this team. I feel like him and Laurie would do some real damage. Um, I mean, I mean, is Jalen Brown, Laurie Markkinen, and whatever draft pick um, uh, you know you get? I mean, could be. Yeah, I mean, I I, I can see. I it. mean, I feel like if you get one of the Thompson twins or like maybe that Miller kid, maybe that's a really that's, nice that's, team. That's pretty high. I mean, the, I don't I mean, know. Th- 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 those are if you get a top five pick. I'm 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 I've, again. I've said except that the Jazz are getting number twelve pick, but. Uh, oh, you're accepting 12? Uh, oh, I yeah. don't know who's going to fall to 12. And honestly, I really have no idea what to make of this draft because it feels like every single, uh, like every fourth draft gets this much hype as this one does. And I do think the first two guys are pretty legit. And that's why, like, like I, I don't think, I think, I don't think you're getting a, a franchise guy. I think you're getting another Laurie Markman type guy. I think you're getting right. a Julius Randle. I think you're getting... You know, Julius Randle's a good player. He's he's a multi-time All-Star. Demontis Sabonis, right. multi-time multi-time All-Star. Like you're not getting somebody by yourself that you think like, all right, cool, this guy is by far you know in that top echelon. But you get somebody that like, okay, yeah, like he's good. Um, right. Uh, I, I just think he, there's a that that there's a certain tier that the Jazz are going to get. And, and, yeah, and, and there'll be a ceiling of being like a top four seed team. And and, right? and that's fine. But like that's the thing is that now the Jazz are now the things that the Jazz are. You know, Logan said it last time he was on the podcast. Like maybe the Jazz have to build a different way than just drafting a, a, a guy. You know, and and maybe yeah. Maybe... I mean, Go ahead. That's what my that's what my mind goes to is I mean the, the hope and theory and there there are some signs of it better more than ever that the NBA is a little has a little more parity than it's ever had right, um, and and maybe that continues and and you, I I just don't it seems like we're and I think you guys are touching on this under it feels like Jazz fandom and Jazz Twitter is just trying to regurgitate what other people are doing, right? Like Donovan Mitchell did this, so we need to do this. Or this person did this, and so we need to do this. And I don't think that it really matters for us because we just have a different set of circumstances. So I don't know. I mean, I think that I, – I, I don't really know. Unless you unless you build something unique or out of the box, you get extremely lucky. I don't know what – I don't know what the answer is because even those even those franchise players, it's very rare for them to, to – to, change the to, to get get to championship level within a year or two right and really like we've seen with superstars the window in utah is very very small so yeah maybe, maybe, maybe the closest thing is like what the raptors did a few years ago where they had a, a really solid team that went all in for a year rental of a, of a superstar i mean i i don't know i mean that's that's, that's the weird right that's happened one that's happened once in 77 years so mm-hmm. I, right. I mean, I, I don't know. That's, I mean, my, my, and, my only, my only and hope then is Danny Ainge swinging for like a you know Kevin Garnett type deal. And then, no, I mean, I I, I joked yeah. about it tonight, and I said that the the Knicks versus the the, the Kings was an NBA Finals preview, you know, tongue in cheek. But I, I am curious to see how those those two types of teams actually do right in the playoffs this year, because there are teams that are that are devoid of the are void of the typical right superstar. 
team. They, they just got a lot of really good players. I'll be curious to see how that translates because I think that's that's more of a realistic hope for Jazz fans than what it is to to do whatever. I don't know. I, I, I don't even know that drafting a superstar matters because I think by the time they develop, they want to get the hell out. So, right. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I guess you'd rather have that, I suppose. I mean, I, right. I don't know what yeah. the answer is. And I, and I really J- don't Josh know. Johnson got to you, Logan. Josh Johnson got to you. Who's that? <laughs> that's a that's uh J. It's like J. Oh, yeah. J. J. Something or other. J. Jizz man. I mean, uh, and and I yeah, hear the thing true. like they're gonna be problematic, quote unquote, problematic guys out there. You know, Kyrie Irving's. Um, he, I don't know why he was the first one or like the only one I can think of. John Morant's racism. <laughs> racism. Um, but I mean, like I mean, yeah. Can, like, can those can those guys uh. uh can those guys change? Like, if you get a couple of those guys, will, will it work? I, I don't know. It's just, uh, um, you know, like the the thing is, like the the Luca thing is is only if things go really wrong there. But as, as the Jazz, you know, like they won't do the Ben Simmons, they won't do the Kyrie Irvings. Um, jazz fans, excuse me, I should say, Jazz Jazz fans are like, oh no, they they want people who are clean of their their hands are clean of like, you know, Kyrie Irving's got baggage, right? They don't want anybody who has baggage and. I don't know. Maybe you do take some of that baggage, um, and then you're like, "All right, whatever," because winning cures all. And Danny Ainge isn't afraid of the baggage. That's he's, for sure. he's not. Yeah. So I mean, so that, that's why like, when we talk about the Lakers pick, um, I think a lot of people um, that follow that along with that, they kind of think that that pick is going to be used more to package together. Um, like, all right, cool. Here, here's a, you know, here's four picks. Two of them protected. Two of them unprotected. And yeah, it's a light a throw, in, you know, a throw in to get something. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's light protected. Like it, it's, it's there's a difference between top four protected and like lottery protected or top twenty protected. Like there's right. a, there's you know eighty percent chance it conveys. Um, and so these these picks, even like these picks that if, if you keep them, the hope for the Jazz is and because we're seeing it with the with the Wolves, if you don't own your pick, these teams are very. It's very unlikely that these picks are going to be top five, because teams like the Wolves on years that they don't have their the Cavaliers on years that they don't have their picks are going to play till the end of the season. They're going to try to find ways to make the play in because they don't have anything else to play for because they don't have the pick. You know what I'm saying? So those picks, regardless, um, uh, are are not probably not going to be top five. But uh, the hope is that you get good in twenty three twenty. Like you get good enough that by twenty five. You don't need to drop the superstar. You don't need a top five pick. You need a top, you know, ten pick or top fifteen pick because your team, you know, your team. It's like when Donovan Boyan, like if the Jazz had top ten picks or top fifteen picks when they had Donovan Boyan, uh, Conley, and, and Rudy two years ago, they could have drafted some real good depth. Instead, they got stuck with the twenty seventh pick, and you know they're drafting you know Doke, right? Um, so you you just have better chances of getting getting depth pieces uh, with those picks that are coming up, but you, you have to be good by then uh, and hope, or, you know, use them to flip for players. So, uh, you know, players like Walker Kessler, uh, who um, uh, Logan uh, is starting to turn on, or, um, uh, you know, he, Logan, there's this thing that Jazz Twitter does to you <laughs> that um, uh, <laughs> once they start writing a guy really hard, you you really start to go the other way. Yeah, that's my, I guess it's my natural contrarian personality but it's just i just i have this underlying sense because they i don't know i, I don't know what it is i i had some long tweet one time about 
because because the Jazz were a center away during the Stockton and Malone era, that these that Jazz fans have this in their DNA that they have to just get really get really cucky over any sort of big man that looks decent. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I'm not saying that Kessler hasn't been great. He's been he's been a, a very pleasant surprise. But there's a lot of games I'll be watching. And I'll see people just jizzing their pants over Kessler on the timeline. I'm like, are you watching this? Like I, he's been great, but I mean clearly. Lori's the reason we're in the game, or Jordan Clarkson's the reason we're in the game, and it's just I can just see that. T- I can I'm just I'm just I'm just looking into the future where I can see again overvaluing a, a Kessler when again great, but there's going to be this same Rudy Gobert factor where we as Jazz fans and trick themselves into yeah. being someone something that they're not because Rudy Gobert was not what Jazz fans made him out to be. Right. There's no there's just no real way to slice that. I like you, you you can try your best, but it's. it's Facts are facts. I like that you said cookie. So um, they, they they do get super cookie, especially if they're big white guys. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and then lots of boot cocky everywhere. So um, uh, jazz, jazz jazz Twitter will take an average looking white guy and just really make him like, I, I mean, you know, I mean the, the amount of fawning over the timeline over over Bohan just blows my mind to this day. <laughs> I mean, he's um, he's he, I I would say he's a below average looking individual. I think I went on that rant about his. You did do that. You did do that. They were kind of yeah. They were all excited over his chest. It was it was either uh, it was either on here or on Twitter or both. But um, <laughs> yeah. So um uh, so uh, but the Walker Kessler situation is interesting because um I, I know people don't love McCade. Uh, but uh, he did say something. I, 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 oh, this is really interesting. That uh, he said he thinks that Mc, uh, McCade, he thinks that Walker might be because, like, if, you, if you're trading for like, if the Jazz are going to trade for a superstar, the draft picks alone probably won't do it. It has to be a, a young piece because you know, uh, you know, look at the pieces the Jazz got. Uh, Walker Kessler was that young piece for the Rudy Gobert trade. Uh, Laurie Markinen and Colin Sexton were really the young pieces for the Donovan Mitchell trade. Uh, you go back, you know, the Kevin Garnett trade that uh, uh, Jared mentioned earlier. That was Al Jefferson centered, um, mm-hmm. and so like there's usually some sort of like young piece that like, hey, you know, they may be a, a pick, like they may be they they may not hey, be all stars yet, but they're young enough that the, they can. That same lo- that same effect that Logan was talking about earlier with the jazz loving center, jazz fans loving centers. Big Al had that same thing going for him. Who? Big Al, Big Al. I mean, Jefferson. I mean, I mean, it was a, it was a different game back then. So um, uh, there's definitely True. reasons for for um. Uh, I mean, he was he was gifted offensively, um, but yeah. So like, you're, a, you're right. Now Kessler does seem like the guy who's the the young the young throwing piece that gets right. over the top. And if if it, if it yields if it yields to Kevin Garnett, then right. Yeah, let's do it. And, and I guess my thought is that Kessler for me is is not the number two or three guy. He's like, man, if you, if you have him, that's cool. But you need to have like three really great guys in front of him. You have to like three, yeah, three really good guys, mm-hmm. uh, and then and Kessler's a nice complimentary piece. Like he's not going to. I yeah, don't he know, feels I, more like your fourth or fifth guy. Like he, he should be Jakob Pertl on a championship team is what I think he should be. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, and so um, I mean Jakob Pertl uh, also uh, part of the the Kawhi Leonard. But like, like again, these there's young guys, so it's interesting that there are a lot of jazz fans who are like, oh, we already have our top two guys, and it's like really, like we're 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 going to. I mean, I think I think Laurie Markin is a little overvalued. Not a lot, but I think a little. Um, I think Laurie Markin is a little overvalued. I think Walker Kessler is a, a, overvalued in that sense. Like, I think he's a good piece. And if you have like, if you have a big three, like he should be your Jared Allen to, to what the Nets had, right? Um, it, he he could be the Jared Allen to what the what the Cavs have. Uh, and so like Walker Kessler is nice, but I don't, I don't know if he's the, you know, he should be one of your top three guys on, on, on a championship team. Um, and so, I mean, I'm, 
I'm just kind of talking about, like, all right, cool. So, and sort of the same thing that Logan's saying. is like, oh, is he, like, do you, do you want Brooke Lopez to be your top, you know? Like, Brooke Lopez works because they have Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and, and, and Giannis. So Yeah, I mean, and he provides, like, great defense and, and a semi-consistent outside shot for a big man. Yeah, so, it's just yeah. some uh, the... I mean, uh, Brook Lopez would be like the dream to get, but again, he's your your fourth guy or so. So, yeah, um, yeah. If, if, if Rudy, if Rudy Gobert, Eric Toss, saying that super role players can't be your second or third best players, yeah, like that's yeah. all it comes down to, really. Yeah, but, yeah. So I don't, I, don't I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this every time you try to shit on Lori because I love Lori so much. You um, do. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't believe he's overvalued. I think that. I think the majority of what I see from Jazz fan, and there's a few weird people who like to think he's a one, but I think most people have a realistic expectation that they think he's the second or third best player on a good team. So, oh, man, I, I mean, I think... I, I, I'm seeing a lot different. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just... I don't know. There's this... Uh... It's just how the algorithm is, is trying to piss you off, who Because they I know guess. that uh, strong emotions evoke a, you know, emotional response. So you'll tweet something that'll... Get, start a Twitter fight, and then and more people will that, click on it. That's the crazy thing is that, like, when he came over, I, I was a real big fan of Laurie Markin, and um, I just I was like, I was like, okay, like he's he's reached his max potential. Um, not me, not max yeah, he's good. He's good. But he, he he's, the real he's, the, the real secret is that who hates him because he's the reason the Jazz didn't couldn't fully tank. Laurie was so fucking good <laughs> that he just could they could like and that, that's what it all comes back yeah. to is like we, I mean, we, we talk we talk about like here's the thing I could have embraced the tank if we would have been bad enough. Right. But it's all just this, this fucking mess now where yeah. we were too, like we were. And I, and I think they tried to, there's no way we talked this. There's no way they had any clue that Lori Markin was going to be that good. They, there's no way the Cavs would let him go. And so he, just, it, he, he, he drove, he drove those, he drove the bus. Storm. And yeah. maybe that did cause them to hold on to Connolly and Clarkson a little bit long. I mean, I don't know. I have a hard time thinking. Dan, I, I, I thought, cause you and I talked about that. We, we said, right. you know, when, when can the Jazz do this? When they can't do it now, that wouldn't be in good taste, right? And then he went out and just traded all four. He traded four rotation guys for nothing when they were still technically in the playoffs. So really, my theory of you—you you were you were right. Who that they were never going to come off their plan. So any thoughts of any success or failures that didn't because they they did they they essentially just gave up four dudes. And you're right. I mean that's what Adam Bushman told me to that. Hopefully that Lakers pick is just a, a packageable deal because really to be worth it in my eyes, it's got to be like somewhere in the top eight to 10, right? I understand that. That's why I say eight, four to eight is because otherwise you traded four guys for a 15th pick. That seems pretty shitty, but um, anyways, I, I'm, I'm going on a thousand different. Yeah. I mean, here, I, I think really... there's like the, the thing is that like, when we, we like 15 pick when you're, when you're not good or not looking for a championship, it's not great. Like it's, it's just not where you want to be. Uh, if you're a good team though, if, if you're a team that's in the top, you know, if, if you're making the conference finals every year, and then you're having the chance to draft, you know, either late lottery or um, uh, you know, just in that area, man, you, you're getting you you have a chance to get death pieces, but the Jazz have to get there, um, and and can they? Like that, that's the thing is that like can they? And you know, I, I think whoever the Jazz, the Jazz will probably get one, maybe two rookies that look good. I mean, that, that's the problem is or not the problem, but what the Jazz have next year is opportunity. Opportunity for a rookie to come in. I mean, I, I think the dirty secret that I have is that um, I think a lot of players are just similar, like s- similar, similar style. Not not style of play, but similar in the tiers that they're at. Like you have the, you have your Lebrons, you have your Durants, you have your Giannis and Curry's that are just sort of in this stratosphere above everybody else. 
Um, and I think that's where Victor can get. I don't know if he will, but like he has a ceiling. I don't know if that. I don't know if um, uh, Anthony Miller has that same ceiling. I think Anthony Miller, but you also have like the the Paul Georges, um, the guys who are really good. Um, but I mean, Paul George by himself didn't really do a whole lot. Like he 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 got Indiana there. I mean, he went to uh, the West, the Eastern Conference Finals against LeBron. Yeah, I mean, I just but then they never like the thing that he, he got there, and that was kind of his ceiling, right? And then yeah. that, that's when they they're like, all right, we need to pair him with. Well, beating LeBron is really hard to do, so I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a, there's a there's a definite tier break between LeBron James and Paul and Paul George. Oh, absolutely. And then totally then agree. you have like then you have like Randall and Sabonis, and I, that's where this kind of where I put Mark in, like maybe just a tier a small tier below that, which is like all right, cool, these guys can be multi time all stars. But your team's not, you know, your team's not guaranteed to go to the conference finals uh, with those guys that are number one. So, yeah. I, so you're feeling like he's kind of in that Drew Holiday tier, right? Well, like, and so the thing about these draft picks is that, like, I think you know, again, the reason why I wanted a top, you know, or like top four pick at the beginning of the year because I think there's maybe two, three guys that can get to either that LeBron James tier or at least the Paul George tier. Um, right, and then, the, but then there's guys who are going to be in this. What I'm afraid of is the Jazz draft Gordon Hayward. All right, um, like Gordon Hayward when he was here, like he started off slow, but eventually got to an All Star game, and the and you know, the Jazz right after. Well, the Jazz got lucky. The Jazz got lucky. He bolted because I mean, the Jazz were about to give him a lot oh, of yeah. money. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and absolutely. and that's that's my that's my fear is that you draft somebody and you see the flashes, you see he he can be good, but he doesn't come out right away, and then you're like, oh, I mean. I'm not trashing on Gordon because Gordon's um, uh, you know Gordon came at the time when the Jazz needed it, but man, like I, you want someone just a little bit better than Gordon Hayward uh, for this team, oh, I yeah. think. So, well, I mean, the big mistake was Gordon Hayward over Paul George, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that, that is you know it looks like, I mean it didn't look awful for the first few years, but yeah, yeah there, but after there's, those there's, first couple of years, there, it there's a really different, bad. there's definitely a different tier. So. That's my fear that you're gonna get somebody in this draft, and because of the opportunity that presents itself with the Jazz, you're gonna draft somebody that um, uh, is like Gordon Hayward, and uh, not style of play. I just mean like, okay, look at his career progression. He got to an All Star game. He he he's he's a max contract player. He's got two max contracts, so he's not awful, but he just never was that guy that you want to be your second or even third best player on your team. You know, so. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 am I making sense, Logan? I don't know. No, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> one, one more, I, one more. I don't know deserves another. I don't know. Yeah, sorry. I just, I, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm talking, and then I thought I had a fully formed thought, and then it, it never. No, really I, I mean, I, I, th- I think it's just. I think that's that, that should be the theme of that should have been the theme of the, the season. Is I don't know. Like I just, I guess you try to, you can you can view this however you want, and and, and none of the out and none of the views are really like super, super like exciting when you if you're being realistic about it right like it is there is it, it does feel like uh mediocrity good good team not great team is like is what all signs point to so it's not super super refreshing or exciting to look at but but i, I again i just don't know i guess that's where i'm just kind of like i don't know what they could have done differently because i don't think I, mean, I, I think they tried they tried it didn't matter yeah i don't i don't know what the, i don't know what the draft picks turn into i mean that that's true it could be a gordon Hayward, but it could be a donovan mitchell they could be. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's just. It's it, the one thing. The one takeaway from this, I guess, because I just want to try to find something new. The, the the way you're viewing the draft picks is beneficial to me because that's not the way I was viewing all those picks. Right, I was viewing those picks as like they need to be high high lottery picks or it's not worth it. But you're right. I mean, 
if you're good and adding depth in the middle of the first round is a lot more beneficial than so I mean maybe that is something we 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 never have had that treasure chest treasure trove of things before, right? right? So and and and, and um, uh, like it, it's a lot easier to use those to like and maybe not even those drop picks may even convey because or not even convey but like, you don't mind even use them because you're good uh, and like maybe, maybe this is the difference between trading Boyan in a year when we could have traded him like Boyan plus a draft pick could have got you an upgrade of somebody you know. Um, yeah, for yeah, sure. Right. So, like, I mean, like the Jazz liked Bojan, but like, oh, maybe we could have used. I, I don't know. Like, maybe they needed, some, but they had no more draft picks because they used it all for Mike Conley. So, just you know, th- they're good pieces to have in the tool chest. Um, yeah, and, 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 that, that, and that's the one thing. At least I, I, I guess I, I have a little more hope than I would have if this was the old regime. It does, it does feel like at least this group of leadership isn't afraid to pull the trigger and do things differently. Right. Mm-hmm. The old Jazz would have never done this. They would have. Right. Written it out, written it out for as long as possible. So I, when I do start to think back to Danny Ainge histories and some of the stuff he's been able to pull off, that I guess that's where I do have a little bit more optimism. Is like you said, I mean, we don't, we, we still don't know. There is, there's, there's going to be a, the Jazz are going to have a significant amount of cap space, and there's already a lot of rumors floating out, and not necessarily about trading for a a, a good star, but maybe a, a a rehab project, right, or something yes. else. And, and then, and then maybe you can flip that again for something else, right? Or John, I mean, Col- it, it, John it, Collins, it, it, yes. John Collins or Ben Simmons, so, right? Yep. So they they they, they flip that, and, and and your worst case scenario, I mean, that that seems like a win win, right? Because either the player does rehab himself, and he's a good he's a good player, and you're, mm-hmm. then you've got yourself another really solid player, or you then flip him for something else, and just right. I don't know. It just seems like there's more. Not, it's it's not just the availability of having all the different knobs and assets. It's, mm-hmm. it's the fact that I think they're not afraid to use them. And right. So as I'm talking myself through this, while I was upset that we traded really upset i don't think we got ripped off i think the value that we got for those four players was the value i don't think yes there was more value for it. but it is kind of at, at, at face value it feels like a bummer but as i'm thinking about it now it does make me feel better because he still made the trade like he could have held on to those guys yep. and made a play in like i mean I, the, I old, think... the, the old the old regime would have done that shit. they would have absolutely yep. doubled down said we're gonna you know we don't care we'll find a player in the, the 20s to you know they would have the old the old group would have done that and they said no because because really the difference of the jazz when they made that trade in the Jazz from a month ago, wasn't any different. Honestly, I mean, the it, quotes coming out of Will Hardy would have been like Ty Corbin quotes. He would have been like, "Hey, we're in for this playoff push." Three, three. <laughs> was that was that Will Hardy? Was that uh, Facetta? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, it was racism Facetta, though for sure. Yeah, I think Ra- racism. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, I, I've, been, push, I, I've been told I've been I've been told you're supposed to call out racism whenever you see it. So <laughs> I see it. I just yell racism. Is that, oh, oh, that's man. why whenever I call you, you're just like racist. Three three yeah, months ago, my I, phone I, pops up, my picture pops up yeah. on your phone, and you just yell racist when you pick up. Two two racist. <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't like to, I don't like to give people labels. I just show racism in uh, general <laughs> and what the public sort out what's going on. Real quick, to your point, Logan. Um, uh, uh, like three months ago, we were talking about the Mike Conley, right? And you're like. Oh yeah, they'll probably trade them, but like they, and then you're like looking at the contract, like oh they might not, like, they might just keep them through, you know, like there was that real fear yeah. that that yeah they might just keep them in, and they did it, you know, and so the Jazz, I'm, uh, I mean, I, I I am mad, I'm just mad at the situation. I think I think the Jazz did what they could. I just um uh, you know it would have been nice to see a little more pro taking earlier in the season. I think those games that they won early in the season, I, I just they all feel the same to me. So whatever. Um, but yeah, what's done is done, and the Jazz. I mean, so so real quick, guys. Last last thing here. Uh, now that the Jazz, I mean, we think the Jazz are are pro taking right now, but I mean, the Jazz are still in the mix either way to try to go get a top. I mean, Logan, where, what are your thoughts now? Like, I mean, 
you, you hate watching them lose. You hate watching them, you know, those Oklahoma City games. I mean, do you see a value in them in them just going for the playoffs? There, there's, there's part of me that still feels that pull that would like to see them. Right. I, 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 I'm drifting further and further away from because my, my, my biggest wettest dream was always Jazz make the playoffs and the Wolves fall out. <laughs> but it doesn't, it doesn't appear as though that's going to happen. So. No. I, I am kind of resigning myself more and more to the fact that maybe it isn't a good idea and I have to just swallow that pill because it, the wor- the absolute worst case scenario would be if the Jazz and the Timberwolves were both in the top eight in the West. Oh, and man, that, 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 that would be the worst. I and mean, so I, the, the, the problem is the rest of like, I keep waiting for, because the Wolves aren't good. Like, let's not fucking trick ourselves. And I hate the Wolves. I, 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 <laughs> let me go on a rant for a second. There's not a fucking team. I, I can't remember the last time I hated a team as much as the fucking Wolves. Like I, I hate I hate the Wolves as much as I hated those Lakers teams with Kobe Powell and fucking Lamar Odom. Andrew Bynum. You know? Andrew Bynum. You know, those, yeah. those teams just, just just absolutely destroy us, right? Like I hated those teams so much. I hate everything, everything about the Timberwolves. And you can read that for whatever it is. But anyways, the incompetence of the rest of the West is what pisses me off. Portland, pull your fucking head out of your ass. Oklahoma City, pull your head out of your ass. The Lakers are pulling their heads out of their ass for now. Like, um, like you know what I'm saying? Like, like if someone would just show, even the fucking Clippers, like, these teams are too good to be just, they're, they're better teams, and they're just, they're not doing anything to help us yeah. out. Those guys piss me off. And I, I, so, yes, I, I don't think they're going to come around. I think they're yeah. going to be shitty, and so the Jazz has got to be shitty. That's, I, I, yeah. and I, the, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I think piss me off most of all, man. <laughs> freaking A. Um, my, and, yeah, my, my, my heart tells me I want them to try to make a, a play and push, but I know that right now I don't think that's smart because no one else can just get their dicks out of the sand longer to figure this like, out. Like, uh, uh, you know, a, a current Tank Noker, Tank, tank Noter, why can't I say that? Uh, taint, last, it's Tank, Tank Note. Tank Note. About, um, uh, about <laughs> a month, a month and a half ago when the Jazz were still kind of, he goes, he goes, man, the Jazz, like when they were still kind of winning and still before the trade deadline, he's like, ah, man, like, I mean, the Jazz right now are so fun. Like, maybe they should go for the playoffs. And, like, what's, it really, what's the difference between the 18th pick and the 12th pick? And I said, I think there's a big difference. But, um, I mean, really, it's it, it, you're, you're getting the same type level of, of players. Um, you know, you're unlikely. You're, you're not going to really find somebody at 12 that you're not going to. Or 18 or 12 that's going to be, like, the next Victor Wembanyama, you know? Yeah, like, they're all gonna so have some sort of, the sweet spot, baby. I, I guess they're all they're all sort of the same. So like, if they're going if they're going to like hit or pop, it's mostly going to be honestly the the All Star game taught me I should not bring up one of those players that got drafted top at the thirteenth pick, right? Like Carl Malone. Carl Malone. Malone. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, like, if they're going to pop, it's going to be because of you know a little bit of luck, a little bit of scouting, a little bit of uh, just opportunity. Um, so I I can see that point like I just made the playoffs whatever I, it, it has nothing to do with game enjoyment for me at all like I I can watch the Jazz lose it's not a big deal at all uh, <laughs> but I mean I I get that people don't want to see that um, but yeah so that, that's just me playing devil advocate like hey you know what like fuck it you 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 know if you if you all of a sudden don't have the fourteenth pick and you have the eighteenth pick you're not it's not going to be a Victor Woman Yama level like disappointment you know so. Um, you know, just go for it and have a winning season. And I win. I don't know. Win, people are like winning culture and stuff. I I don't I don't fall in that category, but I get it. And if you do, cool. So, um, but yeah. The, se- the second thing the Jazz fans overvalue more than anything else behind centers is, cool. is culture. Culture. <laughs> the team's culture. 
The funny thing is that like um, uh, I I'm, I I sort of fear that if if um, uh, and I, I don't think it's gonna happen, but uh, I put this up a month ago that Laurie Markin could be Demarcus Cousins. Demarcus Cousins was really good, multi-time All Star, right? But because he was the only thing that the Kings had, that's probably what cost them that you know we when we that Kings podcast like looking back at it, the only consistent they had was Demarcus Cousins, and they could never get any, like they tried, they kept putting you know, top 10 pick after top 10 pick next to him. And they just couldn't get it done. Uh, they kept missing on picks. And that was well, my... part of that is the Kings just have terrible lottery luck. And so their pick was always like either falling. By well, a that, that, two. well, that's because like, I mean, yeah. and, and because like DeMarcus Cousins always was always good enough to get yeah. them not in the top five, but because that's, like, you know, like they kept missing playoffs, right? Like, and that, that, that was, that's my fear from a month ago. It's like, Laurie Markin is good enough that the jazz will always, be right there at the playoff cusp, and if you don't get help for Laurie Marketing, you're he's good. But is he Boogie Cousins good? Because Peak Boogie Cousins is really good, man. Logan, you're the uh, he's better. There you go. Um, See, <laughs> like, I, I have no, no I, racism, I, I, racism. I, I, I think, I think, I think Laurie Marketing is uh, that's the thing. As I think that 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 Demarcus Cousins tier is what you know. Laurie can hit threes. Laurie's can play inside. Laurie can um. Uh, Laurie's not a bad defender. Laurie doesn't they're, have. They're very similar players in a lot of ways. Like Crazy. I mean, I mean, Demarcus Cousins was a, was a bully. I think player. Demarcus had more passing. Like, well, he he he, he was, was a big bully. Like he, he was big body. Well, he that's true there. too. But Laurie, Laurie, uh, Laurie's got some really good skills. And but that's the things that like I again. Oh yeah. If, if you don't yeah, have, totally agree with that. if you don't have a second, but again, I'm I'm not saying the Jazz are Kings because the Jazz have more picks to choose from. Um, hmm. You know, even if they miss. Like they're gonna hit, even if they have like this fourteenth pick for, for the rest of the you know eternity, one of those fourteenth picks are gonna turn into something that's even a, a second banana. You know, a Mikel Bridges. Um, yeah. They they have they have they have cap space to do stuff. I mean, is someone gonna sign her? No, but they can trade for, uh, you know, a, a rehab project or another superstar, right? So they're gonna get help. So the Jazz won't have. Decades long uh, of uh, incompetence, like the Kings did, um, because they've put themselves in position. Uh, but that was my fear. That was my that was my Kings thought uh, from like a month ago that Laurie Markin is Demarcus Cousins, and the Kings, you know, were never bad enough because Demarcus Cousins always kept them in um, uh, the playoff hunt. So, yeah, I I have, I have two quick jazz, two quick Kings thoughts though, because I love the Kings. They're my new favorite team. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, this guy's stick. First, I, I, I do. I, the Kings are seriously my most enjoyable team to watch in the NBA this year. And I, so I guess I have three thoughts. Really that was, actually, that, was, that, was a, that was my first thought. Second thought is the Jazz also don't have Vladi Divac chain smoking in the practice facility. So <laughs> that's, there's there's a big difference in the decision making going on. Then Absolutely. again, Brian Smith may be like the third missing moment. I, I, don't, I, I, really I, I don't know. What, I don't know what Justin. I don't know what Justin's life is like. Strong, yeah, That's Ryan amazing. Smith got some strong, Ryan Smith got some strong Maloof vibes, if we're being real honest. So maybe that is a good thing. But, you know, even, even if we just do... just a little bit more tech bro, a little bit less casino bro. Yeah, but what are the Maloofs doing right now? They may be tech bros. Um, oh, but the, right. the, uh, he may be a Maloof. Um, but the, the, other, the other thing is, even if it does go full Kings, the good news is in 2034 will be light the Angel Moroni, baby. Light up the Moroni. <laughs> light, light, light up the Angel. Um, <laughs> like, remember when we did the Kings podcast and I was like, oh, I think the Kings are going to be six in, the, six in the West. And everybody was like, whoa. And even the even our Kings podcaster was like, oh, you have a lot higher than a lot of people do. I'm like, oh. And dude, dude you, you, you were. Look at that. You the, were 
a, a savant. Bro. I was, I, I was, on, the I, over. I was on you the train to Vegas and put down like fifty k. <laughs> I was the conductor the of that train very early, so. Um, oh hey, and you got me on board. Honestly, yeah. like I was like, man, who's got something with this? He's yeah, cooking. Man. I mean, the the the, the bonus trade last year was. I, I had made that decision uh, a year ago that I was like, oh, these guys are going to be in the playoffs next year, and it worked. So, um, all right, uh, guys, you know it's been a while. Uh, the produce has been restocked. Uh, let's go to Marnie's Produce Corner. Uh, first, I'll, I'll shout out Fox on a Box. <laughs> we tried to get him on. I unfortunately had to work today, so I, did, I wasn't able to get him on. Uh, but I have his number now, so I can text him. He wants to be on. He's got thoughts. Um, he's not problematic that I can see. So <laughs> we're really trying to avoid problematic people. Uh, Jared, Logan, you guys have anybody that um, we need to put in the Produce Corner? You put them in the produce corner. It sounds like the punishment. Oh no, uh, I know it's, uh, it's it's very it's very uh, it's, it's very uh, put baby in the in the corner type stuff. So <laughs> shout out to uh, Bryant H two O. He's a he's a good good dude, and apparently he's in some city named Midvale that he relentlessly talks about. <laughs> and Robot Shane for the anniversary of his uh, underscore Robot Shane for yeah. the anniversary of his. Big car accident. I didn't realize that's why they call him Robot Shane. I didn't know that half his body was. That's was why robotic. he calls himself that because yeah. he has yeah robotic. I didn't realize that he was he was half cyborg. So he um, absolutely is is eighty percent cyborg. Yeah, um, uh, Logan. Um, uh, you know, it's number one. Hi, Marnay. Um, uh, you know, I, I I was sad that she wasn't texting me relentlessly saying that she needed new episodes, but it'll do. So, um, <laughs> Logan, anybody that, uh, that you need to put into your mom's corner? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll rattle off a few here. Eat the Lurch, Ryden Niner, Post Game Malone, Nathaniel Lloyd, NBA GM, Robot Shane, Brian Two O, <laughs> Tarkin Tangents, Barrett Grills, Forty Seven Brownies, Cochran Sports, Snoop. Oh, Snoop, that's interesting. Holy Holy <laughs> Ghost, Devin Lloyd. What the fuck are those guys doing in here? Devin, uh, I don't know. Taylor, I don't know what the fuck GO, that is. GOP Turd, Hefe Goldblum, Jazz Jargon, G Hadley. <laughs> Bus and Barker and T Rex ninety six. Um, that's uh, that sounds like a fun group chat. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So guys, I don't know. Well, I don't know what the fuck is, but I, I dropped a picture in there of uh, Kermit the Frog with a massive member hanging out. So if they let me stay in past that, we know things are fine. Uh, I think half of them are asleep. So the morning will really tell if I made it or not. That reminds me of the the TikTok of like someone like playing Kermit the Frog on uh, on Omegle or whatever, and. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the girl's like, oh, I love Kermit the Frog. And then he, like, kind of shows his member. And she's like, no, why did you do that? Like, 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 you see her childhood being, like, just shattered because this guy's um, uh, uh, making dirty Kermit. Oh so. I, uh, actually, I actually had that picture so I could do one of my bad crops, and I put Joe Burrow's head on it. <laughs> Chat GPT. You guys, thought, oh my gosh. You guys saw the one I sent to you, too, of Michael yeah, Jordan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and hugging a big member. Um, uh, uh. <laughs> Chat GPT is gonna be really good for you, Logan. Like you don't have to, you don't have to Photoshop anymore. You can just type in them like uh, Kermit the Frog body with Joe Biden head. And what is it? What is it? What is it? Chat Chat GPT. It's an it's an AI thing. Like it it it. This what I need to make my Jason Mimosa. Yes, yes, that's what he asked for. So yeah. So what is it like an app or like how about you guys say this shit like it's just easy? How do I do this? So it's online. It's like basically people have coded it, so you can you can ask it legit questions, and it will or like say write a write a screenplay or whatever, and it will fucking write a screenplay. 
uh, it's a website. It's an app or whatever. Yeah, I, need, a, I, need, I, need, I need like. Super I think it's mostly a chat. website. Chat ChatGPT.org, yeah. I believe. So um, uh, I'm not going to remember that. Can you send it? Can you text it to me? Yes, ChatGPT pays uh, pays money. Uh, we might we might have sponsorships coming up. So <laughs> can you write it in a letter and send it to my home? <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, follow him on the Twitter, um, uh, if you, especially if you want current member, current the frog member picture member members of shit whatever um uh cover the frog pictures i'll say that i can't i've I can't also got shrek i've also oh, got yeah. naked, well, shrek. <laughs> naked i've shrek. also got i've also got naked thanos with the head of what's uh what's the universe guy's name uh, um, uh god damn it I'll, I'll send it to you guys later <laughs> thanos and the I've universe's got... guy um uh, bill nye um no he's like he's like the famous scientist uh god damn it. oh um neil, neil the tony stark neil neil degrasse Tony yeah, Stark. Neil, yeah, Neil, Neil deGrasse. Oh, on, Neil deGrasse. On Thanos, Tyson. On Thanos' body, body. That's amazing. That's amazing. What's what's the name of the show? It's Degrassi, right? The name of the show is Degrassi. Okay, that's how, that's that's the joke I was trying to make. Um, you, uh, oh, oh, you were trying to make the uh, Neil deGrasse joke. The Drake, the the, the Drake thing. Uh, yeah. You can follow this guy. No longer go this is four nine. He is now at at Chat GPT uh, on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, at chat GPT porn. Yes. Yep, that's me. And um uh yeah. <laughs> and then um uh we'll talk to you guys next time. Oh yeah, rate and review. <laughs>